and I've talked about this, this is really not about adults, it's about students. So we have to make sure we keep that perspective on it. I would pray too, Brad, the other thing I'd want to add on here is just uh, just pray for our leadership nationally because our board is extremely passionate and heavily involved uh, with what we're doing and uh, none of us are immune to the spiritual warfare and things that go on. So we, we all need prayer for that. Working with the local church to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. This is First Priority. Now here are your hosts, Steve Cherico and Brad Skelling. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to the First Priority Podcast. Glad that you're here again today. My name is Brad Skelling and we've got a great show in front of you uh, because I have everybody's favorite, Mark Robbins with me today. Mark, welcome to the show. Hey, Brad. Well, appreciate those uh, words there, but I'm not sure. <laughs> everybody's favorite. But... <laughs> you're everybody's favorite. You're nobody's favorite. Is that what you're saying? Or what, what's going that's on right. for that? That's right. Uh, everybody's definitely my favorite, though. I love, there you I love go. all the world, the first priority. So there you go. Uh, that I know is true. <laughs> it's, it's like my kids. When I say to one of my kids, they're like, Morgan, you're my favorite. And she's like, really? I said, yeah, tell me one of my kids I like more than you. I like you all the same. Yeah. Everybody's the same. That is true. Yeah. Well, I'm the same way with my three children. And I got three grandbabies. So uh, I, all I see favorite, all right? that. Yeah, they, I love them all. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for joining me today. Uh, Steve is is not with us uh, as the co-host. So we can keep it positive today instead of all the, the negative banter we get from Jericho. You know, throwing it all on his, and it's it's all his fault all the time. Um, we can blame him since he's not here. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, today I'm gonna t- I'm just gonna timestamp this. Uh, it's Thursday, October 19. We are four or five days in front of the conference. Um, when this drops on Monday night, Tuesday morning, uh, there will be 55 of us in the Embassy Suites, Nashville, at the fall conference. So. It's going to be an exciting day. If you are listening to this on Tuesday, pray for us. Uh, we'll be praying for you, for sure, spending some time in prayer Tuesday afternoon. And uh, yeah, we, sh- we should be having a good time together. If you're not at the conference with us, uh, you will be able to hear some of the sessions we'll, we'll be putting out on the podcast here in the next few weeks. So, But it's, but it's a good moment. We, we do this fall conference every year. A uh, good time for people to come together. Um, I always say you and I, I always don't say you and I, but I have the privilege of talking to most of our directors and coordinators and city staff on a regular basis. You have that same privilege of, of talking to them, but most people don't. And so the right. fall conference is that one time a year where everybody who's willing and able come to the room, come to a hotel somewhere around the country, and we just spend 48 hours together Monday afternoon to Tuesday or Wednesday morning. And we just collaborate, and it's a good time. It is, it is. Yeah, it's exciting. You get to hear all the stories, and you get to pray together, and you get to strategize together, and talk about things you know that are going well and not going well. And it's just a mm-hmm. good, good time of learning and growing and getting to know each other better. I enjoy right. it every year. That's right. Well, and we we learn too because we we've often said for decades now. You can say decades. That uh, everything we learn, we learn from what happens in the clubs, what happens in the chapters, what happens out in the field of first priority. We're not learning things 
in the, the support center, right? We're, re, we're responding to, to what's happening uh, around the country and, and learning and growing. And that's, you know, the fall conference is a good time to be doing that. When we hear everybody, we get them in the room, we pray together, like you said, and, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's a good time to move forward. So, yeah, it really is. It really is. And, you know, we, we're going to talk about this a little bit today, but it's just, you know, you think about all the chapters that have been out there for years, decades, as you said, you know, and it's you mm-hmm. and I get to talk to them and see what they're doing and hear about things. And this is a chance for everyone else to hear that and yep. see that, see what God can do and how things yep. work. So it's a great, great moment. Well, that brings us a little bit to the point of this podcast today is because one of the things that's not happening that oftentimes does is a kind of a state of the union address at the fall conference. We get to hear from the president himself, Mark Robbins, right? And uh, I know you always kind of roll your eyes at me when I do stuff like that, but uh, you know, what? where is first priority of America at? Where is first priority in America at? Not just the organization, you know, us mm-hmm. and our staff, but the movement in, in a bigger sense, where is the movement at? What's happening? What are the current trends? And we're not doing that this year. You're doing a, a little bit more of a, a talk on shepherding, which is where we got our theme for the conference this year. Uh, our podcast listeners are going to get to hear that later. But I wanted to get you on here today to, you know, just the two of us talk about what's what's going on in First Priority of America. What What's the trends? What are we seeing? You want to get us kicked off on that conversation? Yeah. Yeah. And I think we start with the, you know, the, the chapters, the ones that that have been out there. We'll talk some about new stuff, but you know, we got a lot of organizations that have been doing first priority for a long time. And one of the things that I know we're seeing is just um, new growth in those areas. There's so many of those that are, you know, taking on new areas because God's calling them there. What I do love about that is they're not just doing this haphazardly. They feel like the Lord's leading them in the directions they're going. They're watching God, give them favor and things like that. I think we talked about this several months back about the, how, you know, the favor of the Lord is kind of on this thing at the moment. It feels like, you know, it's just a time in history where first priority is being embraced and given some good opportunities. So, you know, a lot of the chapters, uh, the, the market saturation that we could have in clubs there is just phenomenal. So to see them start going after that and doing that, we're experiencing some mergers, you know, some places that are bordering with other ones that are going to start combining their efforts and things like that. And so it's exciting to see that type of unity taking place. Um, and of course, you know, there as anything, there's always the challenges that go with that. So we have places that are still trying to figure that out and still trying to decide yep. if and where to go. And I, I know, Brad, you're putting a lot of effort into that. Well, we've offered up and started a process where we're going to do some consulting and coaching with that. So yeah, uh, our listeners might want to hear a little bit about what you're doing with that, at least to uh, yeah, a foot view. Yeah. We're well, first party of America has been operating on the, the EOS, the traction kind of coaching system where we set annual goals, quarterly rocks. Um, we have a regular set of meetings and what we've seen is uh, a growing interest in um, helping people get onto that platform uh, to reach those goals. You talked about market saturation. We're in 889 at the end of last year, at, mm-hmm. at the end of last school year, 889 clubs. 
But if we did not launch any new territories, we only hit market saturation. We've been in over 2,400 schools. Right. So, you know, what would that look like to help everybody who said, hey, I'm currently in 10 schools, but I could be in 50 or I'm currently in 20 schools, but I could be in 100, whatever the case might be. Mm -hmm. We can come alongside of them because because we've seen growth um, through the traction model. So, you know, setting up different levels that, hey, I'm. If first party of America is willing to come alongside of us, I'd be willing to put my my annual goals and quarterly rocks and kind of my weekly to do lists down on paper, get on a call with four other directors every week and just talk about, hey, how was this past week? Did I reach my marks? Did I am I doing what I supposed to be doing? What can I be doing different? Let's problem solve together. They call it IDS, identify, discuss and solve problems. And so. Yeah, just offering that up on a number of different levels. The one I just described is is the the easiest, I guess, if you say it say it that way. Um, the 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 deeper levels get a little bit more involved, get into some fundraising and and things of that nature collaboratively together. So, um, yeah, it's it's an exciting adventure. Hoping to kick that off, um, starting to share interest with with a few of the chapters out there, and hoping to kick that off here starting in January. So, yeah, and that excites me and is really encouraging because, you know, we First Party of America, we're, we're really a bottom up organization. You know, uh, we have what I would refer to as corporate locations that we're starting now. We'll talk a little bit about that. But we also have these franchise locations, if you will, all across the country. And yep. it's exciting for us to really start becoming a support center and yeah. you know having everything they need, whether that's a process for HR best practices or it's, you know, marketing or whatever. I think uh, that alignment that we're starting Mm -hmm. to see is going to really just embolden the movement of first priority. And uh, it's just exciting. It's a good, good place to be. And can I share examples of that? Um, I would. Yes. I think it'd be great. I think one of the things that, you know, again, we might be hanging our hat on that a little bit, but yeah, first party of America, we've, We've gone from, you know, Mark, Mark and Brad um, <laughs> to there's 17 of us. And I, and that involves, you know, field staff out in Kansas City, the directors, area coordinators, um, Fort Worth, Tennessee one, all that. It's not just the National Support Center in the office here, but there's 17 of us running around. So, you know, Christina and you have gotten really good at helping hire people, identifying the right right people. And we were able to walk along. Uh, the Metro East St. Louis, Corin and Stacy, uh, when Sean Hall, Sean and Gina stepped aside uh, to help mm-hmm. find Bragg. It wasn't just us, but they used right. some of our systems and and Christina's strategy uh, so they don't have to create their own, right? They don't have to mm-hmm. go out there and say, okay, what do we want to do? Well, let's just, let's advertise here. Let's let's take applications this way. Let's interview that way. And 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 they were able to follow the the interview questions we had, and and it made it a whole lot simpler for them to find the right person. I agree, you know, and even just the, you know, personality profiling is a hot button, but we've created targets for these roles that we're looking for, and that's helped us to zero in on the right talent. You know, yep. that spills over into, as you know, when you're you're trying to raise funding and you're trying to get the attention of people across the country that. You know, you want them to know what first priority is and how it works so they could get behind that. Uh, you know, that those types of things really button up us organizationally to where, you know, you got your 
ducks in a row here kind of on yep. things. And that really makes people feel confident about supporting, getting behind. So uh, all this is kind of, you know, accumulating into uh, a good organizational structure that we know we've had to just continue over the last few years, building out, working yep. through, learning, right. making right. mistakes. That's so right. It's been it's been healthy. It is healthy. Well, and, and one of the other things I was thinking about just a moment ago, and, and it really isn't a system or a strategy, it's just a byproduct that really came from from Amber when she went through her legal battles. But we were just in in Johnston County with with Rachel and Phil um, mm-hmm. over there. Rachel's the director, Phil's the board chair, um, long time uh, tenure and both of them now. Um, and yeah, they're facing some legal trouble. You talk about state state of the union, legal trouble. I shouldn't say it that way because that's not that's opposition. Not opposition. They're facing they're opposition. Facing spiritual opposition. Yes. They would like some legal advice. Yes. And what their words were is, is, you know, hey, we have uncles and friends and know people who know lawyers. But when they talk to the lawyers locally, the lawyers are all like, well, that's that's a First Amendment law. And I'm not really familiar with that or religious law or whatever the case writes. Um, mm-hmm. They're not familiar with that and can't really offer legal advice properly and so they came to us one of their questions when we met with them was hey do you have anybody and we could say yes we do we have we have connections um with the liberty institute and we can we can give you some some contact information we can tell you how to call in and and best practices to get in there and and get some help with that so uh, we still need to follow up with them there but yeah it's just another example of working together and um, not just working together for lawyer advice, but working together in prayer. Um, right. I would ask everybody too. They're doing a 52 days of prayer now until the end of of November. They're two or three weeks into that, just praying for the protection of the church, the unity of the church, for their clubs not to get shut down because the Satanist church that is against them um, have straight up said we're not wanting to start Satanist clubs. We're just telling the principles we are so that they shut first party down. Right. It's like, oh, there it is. And we shouldn't be surprised by that. And we're not because, you know, anytime you start doing things and you start getting some attention, the the spiritual warfare comes and the attacks of the enemy. And that comes from all angles. And, you know, we can spend three days here sitting and going through that, you know, all the opposition that people have faced, whether that's personal lives, spiritual things, organizationally, it's just, it's all there. It is. I think that's, uh, I was talking to Larry Franks the other day, one of our guys down in Decatur, you know, he made a comment that uh, we should be concerned if that isn't happening. Uh, You know, so (laughs) you put that in perspective, you know, count it all joy, right? As the book of James says. You should be concerned if you're not concerned. <laughs> That's, right. Concerned. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah, so the chapters are doing great. And uh, I'm, I'm, we're at a new place with that where we're starting to serve and support them more effectively and efficiently and provide them training and resources and best practices. Oh. So I'm, I'm encouraged by that, which, you know, the new, new locations that we've launched in the last few years, Fort Worth, Kansas City, uh, Tennessee One. Uh, mm-hmm. recently the Ozarks, those places are really doing well. They're growing, uh, obviously culturally, those are different places. The staff is different there. So they're all on different paces and different paths, but we are seeing first priority 
start to take root and clubs start and grow. So we are. Those, can I give I'm those encouraged about that. Can I give those numbers while you're talking? Yes, I would. Yeah, I'm Tennessee glad you got one, those handy. I do. Tennessee one has 36 clubs that they're up to. Uh, Fort Worth is in 21. Um, both of those are shooting for 40 as their as their target number. Um, mm-hmm. Kansas City is up to uh, 10, um, which is tremendous. They're up from six to 10. They're shooting for 19 here in the next. Well, I, I believe these are by December 31st. Next quarter, right? Yeah, this quarter. This quarter. Uh, um, the Ozarks you mentioned just launched. Jeff came on full time August 1st. He had a couple clubs going already, but he's in five now, shooting for eight. Um, doing that all by himself, where the other places have two or three staff members. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin by himself has four and is looking at hitting 10, um, which he says he might hit eight, actually. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, 76 clubs in those new places that you mentioned uh, that weren't there two years ago. And they're all right. shooting together for 117 clubs total here by December 31st. So it's a, it's a crazy moment. It is. And, you know, that it's like we always say, our guarantee is that students will become followers of Christ if first yep. priority is implemented. And we're seeing that happen already yep. uh, in these places. And a lot, most clubs have just kicked off and some I don't think even have, you know, where our numbers aren't, aren't completely back because it takes a while for that to happen. But, and you mentioned, you know, the Ozarks just coming on board, but, and you, uh, you referred to Cincinnati, that'll be a new place that will probably actually put a dot on the map in January. Yep. It looks like we're doing a luncheon up there and hopefully uh, we'll be at the place funding wise that we can get that one moving more faster and better. Mm -hmm. And the other one that I think is new to folks that would be listening is uh, San Antonio. We just did a lunch in there a few weeks ago, back in September, had 37 people in the room. Uh, That's less our staff that was there. So really in in the 40s, but a lot of momentum and excitement there. Just talking to Shane out in Texas, who's helping do some follow up and had a great call with a business uh, person. We we refer to those people as key influencers in a new district. Who are the people that can rally the the christian business community behind this to see us reach the schools and there's a lot of energy going on down there two or three folks that have really stepped up and said i feel like god's calling me to this organization to help it get traction uh Hmm. if you will in san antonio so man it's just it's just uh it's exciting but it's also puts a little takes your breath away sometimes if I'm being honest, cause you're like, man, here comes another one, you know, here we go. Right. We got to, yeah, gotta do this. We got to do that. So yeah. it's good, but it's uh it's a lot. It is. But as you say that, I will say in the tension of the moments, you know, the, one of the biggest things we continue to work for and is uh, filling our, the bench as the board calls it, you know, who is the next person? We're still looking for the right person in Kansas city, even though we continue to interview and get excited that just hasn't worked out in the last four months and a coordinator in, in the Ozarks. And now, yeah, San Antonio gets funded. We'll start hiring in January there too. And, you know, who are those people who we know that can help fill that at the same time, as nervous as that makes us, uh, God's timing in it all. We just see his hand guiding it and bringing the next person up, raising up the next person. You know, Shane and Steve are helping as regional managers right now. And 
you know, who knows where that next regional manager will come from, but you know, Hey, God just continues to bring the right people in the right place at the right time. And he's faithful. Amen. He is. Yeah. And that's a good thing for our listeners out there to just keep in mind as they're praying for us and having conversations, you know, we're, we're looking for people, you know, people that are called to this. It's that's the important thing. And that's, you know, when you talk about interviewing and, you know, sifting through applications and things, man, you're looking Mm -hmm. for that calling because this, I just started my 27th or 28th year of being involved in this. So the calling piece to first priority is at the top because this is, it's, um, it's different. It's a, the role is different. The skill sets are, I wouldn't say completely unique, but there are some unique things about our first priority leaders that, that we need to look for. So, uh, yeah, we need, we need people to come in and help us grow this thing. I love it. I love it. Well, yeah, you were going to say something, but yeah, how can the people be praying for us as, or for first priority around the country? Um, I'm going to, I'm going to start off and say, so one of the things that was on my mind or continues to be on my mind, partially because I'm in the state of Tennessee, but there's been bills passed in the state of Tennessee and Florida that require permission slips for all extra curricular activities, non-curricular activities. And it's placed an undue burden on some students. Uh, we're trying to figure it out, work around it in some places. In some places in Bite Week, the teachers don't make kids who are, you know, guests. They're not a member of the club yet. Mm-hmm. They're just a guest checking it out and they don't make them have a permission slip if they just want to come check out a club. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are things that are happening uh, in that, but just some prayer because yeah, Pensacola, South Florida, Tampa, East Tennessee one, uh, Steve here in Nashville, we're all dealing with that on a regular basis. Um, and every school is just a little bit different, but it's, it's a point of concern. You know, it is. Um, that one gets into national politics because DeSantis is running for president. And and Amber talks about that one being, you know, just him adding fuel to his fire to try to get more votes and and doesn't always realize what the turmoil he causes when he does. Mm-hmm. Something, right. It's yep. it's not just affecting the, the left. It's affecting the right as well. And and. Yeah. So just prayer through that for wisdom for our directors and coordinators. And Amber was very wise the other day on the phone with me where she said, I've been pushing on this, actually talked to the lawyer who wrote the bill. But if God put this in place to protect us for some reason that I can't see, then I feel like I've done my job and I need to back off now because it might be the reason as well. So that's true. All that. I think so. And I think even situations like this, we need to find the silver lining in that, you know? Yeah. You know, it's a it's burdensome, and it does that particular instance or situation you're talking about may eliminate or make it real difficult for those students who want to be a part of first party that have don't have parenting and good parenting, if any. Yep. And we have a lot of that uh, in yep. our world because we're a safe place and mm-hmm. uh, we're a multi. Uh, designed organization where every kid from the star football player to the band member to the academic team leader to whatever they all feel like they can be a part of our clubs so that you know as you as everyone would know means there's different 
uh, situations in all those students' lives. So, but the positive right. thing to that is, you know, getting parents more aware and involved in what's going on. And so they're, I think that's how we have to look at that. But that is certainly one thing that our listeners need to pray about is just the world's changing. And mm-hmm. as we know that and uh, legal things and issues like this can, can uh, certainly detour us or give us hurdles we have to jump through. But I think right. we'll still do that. The other thing I think I would ask our folks to pray about is just uh, wisdom and discernment for all of us, because like you said, maybe not being quick to respond or quick to act, but sitting back and going, okay, what is really behind all this? What is, yeah. how can we navigate this and still let students do what they do? Because that's who we are. Right. So I think that's, that's the advice I would give to everyone. And you and I've talked about this. This is really not about, adults it's about students so we have to make sure we keep that perspective on it i would pray too brad the other thing i'd want to add on here is just um just pray for our leadership nationally because our board is extremely passionate and heavily involved uh with what we're doing and uh, none of us are immune to the spiritual warfare and things that go on so we we all need prayer for that right that's right well very cool very cool. Uh, well, yeah, thanks for joining me today. Uh, getting on here, talking a little First Priority of America. And I uh, hope everybody who's driving home from Fall Conference listening to this is encouraged by that as well. And uh, it was good to see everybody. If we didn't see you, um, definitely would love to next year. So April, October 28, 29, 30. It's a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday here in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, we've got some spring meetings that'll be coming as well. One will be in Decatur, May 5 and 6. I'm throwing some dates out off the top of my head, so I hope they're right. But it's a Monday and a Tuesday. And then the next one is in uh, South Florida, I believe, uh, on May 13 and 14, that Monday and Tuesday. So I think you hit those right. Sweet. You did, yeah. I, brain like a oh, trap. Man. Usually the stuff stays out. <laughs> and that one must have stayed in the brain. So, Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Well, thanks, yeah, well, Mark. Thanks for having me, Brad. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. All right, everybody listening, thanks for uh, participating. And um, if you're involved in the club, you got some stuff going on. We'd love to hear your prayer request as well. Not just you praying for us, but we'd love to pray for you. So shoot them over to me, Brad at fpofamerica.com. I will share them with Steve because he's also a praying man, even though he's not here uh, hosting with me today. And uh, we'll take some time to do that. And I guess I'll take one last moment before we come off is if uh we do hold a monthly prayer call the last the fourth monday of every month from noon to one central now we get on a google meet a video call you can phone call into that as well and we just spend some time praying together so if you'd like an invitation to that just email me we'll get you invited to that regularly scheduled calendar in, in event so other than that until next week thanks for listening in thanks brad